Hey, chaps. Today, just chatting a bit about mission. I had a really great chat uh, with a friend of mine on the weekend about what what are some of the dreams on your life? You know, if you've, God willing, got 30 years left on this earth, God willing, have 60 years left on the earth, what what is it that would bring meaning to your life? What is the mission on your heart that you're like, man, I'm not doing this. This is what I really want to do. In Bronze Age Perbit's book, he, he speaks about something that really uh, hit home was this desire for danger, desire for uh, adventure, and how in a, a decadent society where there's comfort and there's materialism, uh, there's also a lot of nihilism. You know, where you can have whatever you want pleasure-wise, but there's no there's no meaning. There's no uh, just absolute, like, this is what I should be doing. This is, this is the, the thing that God has put in my heart to do. And so he says the way we, we counter nihilism, we counter the decadence uh, is through adventure and danger. Seeking adventures, seeking danger. And, you know, when you look into history, you know, all great stories, all great myths, all great fables that we've we've ever enjoyed uh, is a brotherhood of men, either, you know, one or two men or, uh, well, two men or, or a band of men seeking to do dangerous and adventurous things. You know, you read about Shackleton and his uh, desire to get to uh, the... South Pole, I think it was. And, uh, you know, he puts a, a because it was a race to the South Pole between all the nations and he wanted to be first for, for England, for Britain. And so he puts a, a advertisement in the paper, you know, men wanted hard, hard expedition, you know, very little chance of return, low pay. Uh, the only thing is glory it's all i can give you is glory probable death you know um and i think that speaks to a man's heart you know it speaks to a man's heart of like the only real thing is this thing of of have i done something glorious with my life and god you know he he wires us to want to be a king to want to be the son of of a, a glorious king who You know, a king is not for long life. A king is for glory. You know, there's boundary setting, there's wars, there's enemies, there's politics, there's alliances, uh, there's there's adventures, uh, there's damsels. You know, and, and, and herein comes a huge thing for a lot of young guys, especially the, the Christian nice guys. We are brought up to think that a woman is a mission. You know, we're like, oh, I just want to get married and, and make this woman my mission. And, and we're so you know, the woman is pedal pedestalized and we're like, this girl is my mission. Uh, and we spend our whole energy and our whole life pursuing women, uh, only to find that they are not a mission. The Bible is very clear that a woman is a man's helpmeet on his mission. You know, so you, you, you get married to a woman and if she's your mission, it's like how, uh, how can she be um, satisfied with, with a missional strong man going hard on a mission when she's the mission? It's like that whole thing of, of 
this, you don't want to be worshipped by the man you're supposed to be helping. Um, you know, so a lot of guys get that wrong. They're like, oh, worship the woman, worship the woman and, and chase the woman and follow the woman. And it's like, no, 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 go chase a mission, go be a man on a mission, go be direct and hard and missional. And it's at that place that a woman's like, wow, I want to help this guy. I want to serve this guy. I want to uh, be a part of what this guy's going after. You know, and then when we when we have these times of of you know decadence and materialism and comfort, and they get bored, you know, when old Cernovich was still back, I don't know what five six years ago now, when Cernovich was still just blogging about the manosphere, uh, his blog was called Danger and Play, and his whole thing was was the Nietzschean thing of of women are incapable of entertaining themselves. They're incapable of um, spending time alone and just enjoying their own thoughts and enjoying, you know, men are, are very happy. They, they want men to entertain them. They want men to lead them. Um, and so from men, they seek danger and play. You know, that's the thrill of the motorbike, you know, is that this man is dangerous and he has a motorbike and it's like, ooh, uh, you know, that is, it's, a, it's the primal nature of, of what does a man offer a woman it's a mission, a dangerous mission that he's going on and you can ride on the back if you want to. And so that is something that we really need to hit hard on as, as the nice guy, Christian nice guy generation. We've been so bred, uh, brainwashed by the church to, to not be dangerous, to not seek adventures, to not be rough and and scary uh you know take a shower comb your hair dress nicely be nice to all the people help the granny across the street be well-mannered and polite all the stuff which isn't bad it's not bad if it's if it's the silk glove over the iron fist of danger and, and adventure and play and masculine brotherhood and that becomes dangerous you know the, here's the real danger in masculine fraternity and masculine gang uh, missional culture is men push each other uh, to honor uh, in the hierarchy. Honor in the hierarchy is achieved by bravery, by strength, by competence uh, at dangerous and adventurous things. And so we get to this place as Christians where we're like, oh, I'm just supposed to be a nice boy. I'm supposed to do the right thing. Uh, supposed to just you know keep up appearances of, of being a comfortable and safe and responsible man um, you know and and so the guys are dying inside because we're stuffing our passions and our desires like God has put on us this voracious masculine passion to pursue and uh, chase and have adventure and have danger and in, and we're stuffing that down to appear just very feminized and very clean clean the barn. No ox, no oxen in the barn. Cut the balls off. Clean, clean barn. And the women are struggling too because they're like, "Where's all the men? Like, where's all the bad boys? Like, all they want is a hardcore guy who's wanting to go hard at something, and is not apologetic, is not soft, uh, is not, is not a nice boy. A nice boy makes for a good son, but he does not make for a good husband." And so we have this thing in the church where all the girls are like, well, there's no guys, there's no guys, um, you know, and then they'll go off and, and 
you know, either sleep with, with a bunch of un, with heathen guys or, or, or non-church guys uh, and just go and be part of the culture because they're seeking leadership. And so the culture is saying, this is what you need to do. You need to go to university. You need to go become a career woman, be a boss babe, uh, be banged by 50 dudes at university, be banged by 50 guys at bars uh, for the rest of your life and, and be empowered. And so, of course, they're like, well, that's what all the strong, that's the culture. That's the strong culture is saying that so i'm going to go lead it because none of the strong men in the church are saying here's our mission our mission is to rebuild civilization our mission is to rebuild our community our mission is to rebuild our families our mission is to uh rebuild uh, uh adventure and danger and and camaraderie amongst men again and like the girls are like oh yeah how do i how do i peg myself to that it's like oh be pretty be a virgin be modest be helpful like be feminine, like, okay, I'll do that because I want to fit into a missional culture. And instead, all they get is these soft men who just talk about being polite and being nice. So, you know, it goes both ways. We, the masculine and the feminine are struggling for a lack of masculine adventure and masculine danger. And so just a practical thing that we've been talking a lot about domain. We've been talking about economy as a domain, governance, uh, media and ministry as as the four domains uh, that we are are exercising kingship and 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 dominion mandate in, you know, and and often your your danger your play uh, will be in that domain, you know. So a lot of guys are like, oh man, do I need to go buy a motorbike? It's like it's not a passion for you, no. Oh man, do I need to go skydive? Like it's not a passion for you, no. Like do I need to go backpack? through South America. It's like, if it's not a passion for you, like we'll enjoy all of those things. All of those things will, will bring you a thrill. But if it's not your passion, if that's not what's on your heart, it's like, no, that's not what it is. You know, a lot of guys as well are like, man, I don't have a mission. I don't have, it. it's like, you're probably just crushing in your economy or whatever your domain is. Um, you know, you've got a family, you, you've got assets and a house and going for it and you've got, you're crushing. It's like, you know, maybe for you, your, your mission uh, has to do with building stability, with building civilization, with rebuilding uh, the fabric of society. Now, to do it comfortably is a problem, right? Wherever we have comfort is the issue. It's not, does my life look safe and sterile and, uh, you know, the expected life? That's not it. It's how much comfort am I choosing over sacrifice, over danger, over, you know, so, so for instance, it's like if you're just, you know, crushing in the economic domain for you, danger and play means like risking, risking a bit, you know, like, Oh, well, we're going to start, start a new business project. Are we going to make an investment? Are we going to make a bet? Uh, you know, and risking and, and getting a bit of danger in your life, getting that spark back in and not doing it alone. It's doing it with other, with other mates, you know, other guys who, who are in the same business as you or in the same flow as you. It's like, Hey guys, what, what do you say? We go hard at this project. What if we try do this thing together in our domain? You know, that's going to increase your wealth, increase your stability, increase your security. So it's like, it, it's, it's not about looking like the backpacking guy on a motorbike driving through the, the Andes. Like it could be if that's for you, but it could literally look like taking a bet, taking a, a leap of faith in your domain towards a project that is just like getting you, you, you juiced for life again. Cause that's what happens, man. We, we get into this place of like, man, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm, I'm cozy. And, and how do I now, we're now playing conserve. We're now playing defense rather than still going hard because what is it? What is the masculine drive? It's take dominion. It's take and extend dominion. 
you know, once we like, well, this is what I've got. I'm happy here. I'm happy. Here. And this is not a, a consumerism thing. It's a production thing, right? We're wanting to go hard at producing, at giving your gift, at, at you know, a mission is not a consumptive thing. It's a sacrificial thing, right? A mission is something you're willing to die for, something you're willing to, to have pain over because it's going to give you meaning. It's going to give you uh, further... Uh, ideas of success to whatever your your values and your your vision for your life is you know and so in governance it, it could be you know if you're in the governance domain like it's running for for a higher office or it's putting forward some some pretty risky legislation or it's putting forward uh some new ways of of administration or new ways of doing things that you know could be could be quite dangerous to your comfort right this is what we're, we're talking about here is is leaving our comfort zone. You know, if you drew a Venn diagram, one circle is comfort, the other cir circle is terror, and you put those with a little overlap, that little middle space is mission, right? It's comfortable because it's in our domain. It's comfortable because, you know, so for me, if you had to say to me, hey, Scott, do you want to canoe solo across the Pacific Ocean? That's just terrifying to me. That's not comfortable. I have zero, I have zero, proficiency or confidence there we go maybe those are the two not comfort but confidence so a circle of confidence a circle of terror you know and so for me like that's all terror but if you had to say to me like say to me like oh yeah do you want to you know do you want to canoe down the mississippi river you know from from pittsburgh to the gulf of texas and it's like okay i have confidence as well as that being pretty uncomfortable pretty terrifying and it's like there's a sweet spot in there that'll probably be really juice us like yeah, that would be juice. And again, now finding men who want to do that together. And it's like now you're creating camaraderie around something that's perhaps adventurous or dangerous, uh, but still confident, right? And this is why so often it's it's so important in your domain to take risks. To In my domain, I'm confident. In my domain, this is what I'm, I'm built to do. And I have confidence. I have proficiency. I have, I have ability here, strength here. And so how do I start stepping out into things that are a bit uncomfortable, a bit uh, terrifying. Uh, that's where we are living in mission. You know, those are the guys who are juiced and even, even to the point of friendships, you know, a lot of guys, you really enjoy spending time with guys who are missional guys who are stepping for something that's a bit uncomfortable guys who are, you know, and you have stories because every week you have stories like, man, we tried this. You won't believe what happened. It was crazy. Like it didn't work or it did work. Here's the stories. Met this guy, dude, I met this guy. We had this and this and we negotiated over that and blah, blah, blah. And like, and we have stories of life. We have stories of, of zest, of mission, of like, my life is going somewhere. I have momentum towards something. Whereas guys who are completely comfortable, they're just sitting in their comfort. You know, you meet up with them. And it's like, well, uh, let's talk about the sports. Let's talk about the weather. Let's talk about the news. Because there's nothing in their life that they're stepping through and is amazing. And, and they just want to suck your zest and suck your confidence and your mission. And it's like, oh, do you, you know, like, I'm... You know, it, it's it's hard to be friends if you're a missional man with with other men who are not missional. You know, and here we, we have a great story with Jesus. You know, Peter was just out fishing, doing his thing. You know, for a lot of us, we don't really know what our mission is, but there's themes, right? We're like, man, I don't really know what my mission is. I don't really know what God has called me to, but like, I'm kind of good at this. I'm kind of good at being a fisherman. I'm going to go out and fish and do this thing and, and whatnot. And Jesus comes along, a man of, of incredible, intense clarity of mission. And says to Peter, I will make you a fisher. So he's in his theme. He's in his domain. I'll make you a fisher of men. Follow me. And Peter's like, yeah, sounds good. This guy, 
I've got a good feeling about him. He's pretty missional. Sounds good. And so for us, when we start getting really clear with the Lord and saying, God, I want to go on an adventure. I want to be missional. I want to be a man on a mission. Start working your domain, expecting God to open opportunities, bring relationships that will, you know, maybe change change what you think it was or, or, you know, we don't really know what it is, but this is the theme of what my mission is. You want to be like, God, I will go where you want me to go. I will do what you want me to do. And it's not this whole thing of like, oh, you want to be a missionary? Grass huts in Africa. Go be a missionary in Africa. It's like, no, no, it'll be in your domain. The thing that you're good at, the thing that you have confidence at. God wants you to step out and become even more of what you already are. You know, your your gift makes room for you. And then the next thing there is, is a great picture for us to really capture this is am I living a mission life or am I living a comfort life? A lot of us we we slip into modes of comfortable living, comfortable habits, comfortable ways. You know, like, oh I'm pretty comfortable. You know, I know what next week is going to bring. I know what the week after is going to bring. I know all the people around me, I'm pretty comfortable. This is, you know, what's happening today is just going to carry on until maybe something else happens that that I can't foresee. That's comfort life, right? Missional life is we're going after stuff. I don't know what it's going to look like. Things may change depending on the outcome of some things that we're, we're heading for and we're doing here. Mission life is sacrificial. You know, it's, unco- you know, there's a lot of things where it's like, yeah, I just don't feel like doing it. Or other people come along and they don't like what you're doing. And so now approval starts coming up, you know, like, so am I a man of boundaries? You know, Nehemiah, when he's building the wall, this is his mission, right? He's so missional. He's like, I want to prepare security for my people. I want to prepare a place for my people and and govern and administrate uh, this city well for my people. Build, rebuild civilization again. And so people are like, hey, man, like, stop working so hard. Come have, come have a party with us. Hey, man, like, we don't really think what you're doing is, is the best way to do it. Like, why don't we, why don't we go have a meeting? And he's like, nope, can't come down. I'm doing, I'm doing a thing. I'm doing my mission and comfort life people. So, so it's, it's boundaries is mission life. People have boundaries. Comfort life is chains, right? Oh, I can't do that because I'm chained. Oh, I can't do this. Cause I'm like, I'd really like to do that, but I'm chained or, you know, I, I, I start stepping out towards my boundary, uh, towards my mission. And, and some other people get uncomfortable and they're like, yank the chain. Like, nope, you're not allowed to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And so comfort life is very much also a slave life, right? Slave, slavery to approval, slavery to my circumstances. A lot of times, you know, we're like, I don't have the money to do my mission. I don't have the, the resources or the relationships to do the thing I want to do. And this then becomes a faith issue, right? So God has promised to be our provider, our promoter, and our protector. And if we believe that, it's you need to start stepping out. A man makes a plan in his heart, and the Lord directs his steps, which means we have to be stepping. You know, and, and I say this often, but that whole thing of having a $10 million vision, what would you do if you had $10 million? But then once you've written all those great dreams out, you have to have a $3,000 momentum, right? What are the next things you can start doing under three grand, like start doing the things because that's where momentum comes. That's where God starts directing your steps. That's where doors start opening. That's where people start coming on board, right? And so one of the biggest things we have to understand here is that money is a tool 
it's not the mission itself. So, so often we're like, okay, 10 million bucks, 10 million bucks. If I had 10 million bucks, well, if I had 10 million bucks, I would just have 10 million bucks. And it's like, it's a, it's a, it's our chain thinking that, you know, money is the tool to mission, right? So we've got to be thinking that thing of like mission is what we're about. What is it I want to do with the money? Money is a tool to a lifestyle of mission, right? Well, my lifestyle, it's to pay for my lifestyle. Okay, so what's your lifestyle? What is the lifestyle that would make you feel like you're on mission, that you're in confidence and terror and going hard at something that your life is amazing and your life is is meaningful? And you're you're doing it with other people who are are meaningful and 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 living missionally themselves. And this is where, you know, if any of you guys have ever been to like a mission school or a mission trip, um, or even like sports camps and things like that. It's such a great feeling. It's such a great vibe because number one, you're with a bunch of people. We're all on the same mission. Number two, you've, you've paid the price for this, you know, however long mission trip. And so now you're there. Your, your, your whole daily lifestyle is boom about this mission. Either you're learning or you're training or you're practicing uh, towards this one thing that, that, you're you're on mission for right or your your sports league or whatever it is we're like wow that's amazing but now i've got to go back to real life now i've got to go back to normal life and that's what we're trying to we're trying to achieve is how do i live a missional life all the time and no it doesn't mean go you know go find a cabin in the mountains and and live you know praying and reading the bible and and all this it's like you know if that's if that's your calling to be a monk or something go do that but for, for most of us, you can carry on your everyday 40-hour-a-week life of having a job, providing your family, you know, raising your family, being a, a solid family man, solid economy. It just asks the question, what could I do to move from comfort into confidence of stepping out into danger, stepping out into a little bit of play, of just going across that line of, of terror in my domain, in the things that I have confidence for. That's where we begin to die is when comfort becomes everything. When comfort, you know, why do we feel great after we go to the gym? Because we got out of our comfort and we strained ourselves a little bit. Why do we feel great when you go for a hike and you get to the top of the mountain or the top of the hill or whatever it is you're hiking and you have your little flask of coffee? You're like, oh, those coffee, you know, the one time my friend and I, we hiked up this pretty high mountain in the Drakensberg, we got to base camp night one, set up our camp, uh, our little tent. And then that night, the, the wind was just pummeling down the valley. And our little bell tent was just like on our faces almost because it was like the wind was just, and I don't think we slept at all that night and it was super cold and wet. You know, and we get up the next morning and we look and we're like, not even, you know, we're base camp. We're like not even halfway up. And so, man, we're like, let's, let's go for it, pack up and, and up we go and we summit and we're wet and we're cold. And there's this little nook, this little like overhang cave right at the summit. And we get in there and we bring out our gas boiler, boil up some coffee. And we had uh, just salt crackers, like tasteless Pro Vita salt crackers and just oil tuna, like no seasoning, no sauce, anything. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is the best salt and uh, salt crackers and tuna ever. This is the best coffee ever. We're having this every day when we get back home. You know, when we get back home and I whip out some tuna and crackers and I was like, this sucks. And it's hard things. It's suffering. It's sacrifice that makes ordinary things extraordinarily meaningful. 
extraordinarily joyful, extraordinarily enjoyable. You know, so if we're struggling in our life, if we're a bit down, if if we're just just on autopilot, we don't have enough sacrifice in our life. We don't have enough struggle and strain in our life. We don't have enough terror, adventure, danger in our life. And we don't have enough doing it with other guys in our life. And so that's just my, my encouragement to us is how can I step out, you know, just whatever my domain is right now, it's not huge life changes. It's not go build a grass hut in Africa and be a missionary to the pygmies. It's where I am right now. What does it look like to just step out a little bit beyond my comfort zone? What does it look like just to, to, to Lord, this is what I'd really love to do if I had 10 million bucks and just start stepping, just, just start putting a plan out and, and like, all right, Lord, I'm going to start stepping that way. And it's uncomfortable, right? Because we fear failure. We fear rejection. We fear mockery. We fear appearing like a fraud to the guys who are doing it and who are successful. And it's like, you know, you start meeting those guys and they're like, hey, man, awesome. Great to have you on board. Like, yeah, we'll show you the ropes. Like, awesome. No problem. And it's like, really? I'm not a, oh, okay, awesome. Oh, okay. It's, it's an amazing thing when you start stepping out to give your gift, to give your confidence, to give your domain everything you have. Uh, and to find other guys to do it with you. So God bless you guys. Have a wonderful Monday afternoon further. Money is a tool to accelerate your mission. Women are a help meet to your mission, but you have to step out and live a missional lifestyle. Love you guys. God bless you and have a wonderful Monday evening. See you all tomorrow.